Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You were at Vegas for the Formula One event, and I followed your every move. I was really interested, and so was the NASCAR world. Everybody wants to hear what you have to say about Formula One kind of invading America somewhat, and I mean that lighthearted, but what was your thought, and what did you see at Las Vegas for Formula One? So, you know, this was supposed to be, in a lot of ways, like the peak of F1's rise, right? Like F1's growing in America. What does that mean? You know, they're getting all these celebrities there and uh, they, have the, they have the flashiness. And first they had the Miami Grand Prix last year. Now they have F, they have the F1 Las Vegas Grand Prix. It's the third one in America in a single year where they used to only have one a year, right? And to me, the, for, for the part of their rise, it was like, okay, what's this mean for NASCAR, right? Like, is this a threat to NASCAR? How's... How does this affect NASCAR? And my feeling after Las Vegas sort of felt like it's not even, it's just two different things because here's why F1 is not, it's not even that they're not going for the NASCAR type of fan. They're, they don't even seem interested in like, I would say uh, normal people, what I would classify myself as like a normal person, right? They are looking for, the, the sort of elite, wealthy, famous people with huge spenders. Um, and it, it, their attitude to me sort of comes off as like, we've got this cool thing. It's, it's for like the celebrities and the A-listers and, you know, people with just, that can just throw around $10,000 and not even think about it. And if you want to try to come, we'll make some, you know, $1,500 per ticket seats available for you if you can afford it. If not, you know what? Screw you. We don't really actually care about you. And um, oh, by the way, like it, we they, they had the, their cheapest practice of the of the weekend was this Thursday, Thursday night thing, right? The track comes apart. It happens, you know, it's street courses or whatever. So they say, oh, we got to cancel the, the first practice. So then we'll have the second practice sometime. Then they say, well, it's running late. You know what? We're going to kick all the fans out. We're going to kick everybody out and paid for the tickets. And we're going to run the practice at from 2.30 in the morning to 4 a.m. But our people, the security are so tired, so we can't have any fans there. So everybody's got to leave. So all these people that paid all this money, you know, like the people that were working maybe like the retail jobs or a restaurant, and they came and they said, you know what? We can't afford the big tickets. We can't afford the race stuff. But we could afford maybe this Thursday practice day. This is our one shot to see the cars. And they said, you know what? We'll give you, we basically give you eight minutes of practice, canceled it. And then here's the kicker, no refunds, no money back. Sorry. Actually, they didn't even say sorry. Uh, people complained and they just said, these things happen. Hope you understand. Here's a $200 uh, voucher to our souvenir store, which by the way, is like one hat in F1, right? Um, so to me, it was just like, I've never seen, it, it, it kind of blew my mind because I was like, wow, 
coming from the NASCAR side of things where it's always like, look, we're trying to, we're trying to make the fans happy. We're trying to provide value to the fans. We want the fans to know that they can come here and do this and make and get these deals. And we're going to give this and we're going to give a free autograph session and we're going to do whatever. Right. This was like, we don't really care if you're mad or not. You're lucky to even be able to come to our event. Sorry that you only saw eight minutes. Again, not even saying sorry. Um, and we're just going to move on. And the, everybody else, the rich people, they'll have a great weekend and that's it. So it just dawned on me like, yeah, this is not, this is not even the same type of crowd that NASCAR is going for. NASCAR is going for like sort of the, the working class type people, the people that you know, want to see the gritty type of racing that feel like they want to get close to their favorite drivers and know them and um, go all around America and all this stuff. This is just a totally, to me, it's like, it's, it's just, yes, it's, it's racing. It's two forms of racing, but you can't even, I, I just, I felt like you can't even compare them at this point, you know? Yeah, that, that's, that's a good take. And I've always thought, you know, I, I'm 60 years old, so I always think about the Titanic, right? You know, if you want the cheap rooms, you go to the bottom of the ship. If you want the expensive rooms, you go to the top. But you're right. Formula One doesn't even offer anything for the for the working class thing. And I agree with that. So another thing that I noticed was I saw Don Hawk was out there. Uh, I saw Denny Hamlin was out there. What was your take on NASCAR's interest? Did you see any NASCAR executives out there? Do you think NASCAR was watching and trying to see what was up? I mean, I, I certainly think that NASCAR would be wise to like look at some of the things they're doing, right? Like you can't just ignore what's happening where people are paying attention to F1 and you know, the, the show elements that they're doing and all the stuff they have surrounding it and the parties and just the over the top extravaganza and all that stuff. There, there's some things that NASCAR can take from it, but I, I honestly feel like also like there's so much, so much that has to do with just the amount of money that is flowing through F1. There's so much money that they don't even know what to do with it. Yeah. I mean, when they can spend, I mean, we thought NASCAR spent a lot of money on the Chicago street race, right? They probably spent hundred something million dollars on that, right? F1 spent over half a billion dollars to put on this Las Vegas race. And then all they have all these corporate sponsors and teams and all stuff who are just pouring their own money into it because they all want to be part of it. And like, you know, part of it is like, it's the big trendy flashy thing right now. So people are trying to hop on board. Like it, it was kind of reminds me of when people started getting into like the English premier league soccer 10 years ago. And everybody's like, well, you know, this is the next big thing. You got to have a team. And um, you know, it's, I think it's still growing in, in some ways soccer, but like it, it kind of plateaued, like people, see it and they, they kind of move on a little bit and you have some fans that stay, some fans are like that. Ah, it's all right. Um, so I think, you know, I think NASCAR should pay attention to some of the elements, but not get too caught up in trying to chase what F1 is doing because this is, this is sort of been NASCAR's problem, right? The more you try to be something that you're not and get away from what has made you great, then that can actually weaken you in some aspects, right? Like, and, and I think we've, we've seen that with like sort of like the over-reliance on road course racing or, you know, dirt racing. I mean, yes, okay, like I think maybe one dirt race a year could be okay. One street race a year could be okay. But like most of the people that fell in love with NASCAR fell in love for the ovals of various sizes. So 
the more you kind of get away from that and try to chase something else, well, this, maybe this new fan wants this, and maybe we can appeal to the new fan by this. Sometimes I think it just comes down to like making your own product like the best it can be. And then people are so excited about that product that they tell their friends, hey, you got to check us out. And their friends like, why are they so passionate about this? Maybe I need to watch this. Instead of like, yeah, we got our fans. We got our great group here. But like, let's go outside and try to get this, this demographic, this demographic. I don't, I just don't know if that works. Um, because I, unfortunately, I mean, you can see with my bald head, I've been around a, a while now. <laughs> both, yeah. I'm, I'm getting old and we've seen enough times where NASCAR tried to go after some sort of like mythical new fan. And it, it always seems like it ultimately is at the expense of the current fan, whether that's let's take the Labor Day race to Fontana. Oh, Southern yeah. California. That's gonna be our new thing. And a few years later, ugh, yeah, maybe Darlington was the, the right call there. And they take it back. And everybody's like, yay, yeah. it's back. Why, but why'd you leave in the first place? Kind of thing. So there's a lot of that. Let's just eliminate that pattern of, making mistakes and stick with what works in some ways.